0: by the way it is the today is september the 15th technically on the calendar it is the 199th day of march today there like you go. It, it i mean it really is i did the math and there you go so and this they, is why we <laughs> don't know anything and can't remember anything
1: so also it's a pandemic
0: us. and it shows,
1: exactly.
0: it shows. <laughs> and it shows and we are shows. having a pandemic and it shows we mm-hmm. of Pub Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft-brewed pint, fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. Catch new episodes weekly as the Reverend Shannon Meacham, Ogun Holder, and a special guest address and engage what's happening through a theological lens, usually with a good brew in hand. Today in our third chair, we welcome Keisha McKenzie. Keisha leads the program team at Auburn Seminary. Keisha believes that we deserve a world where all can flourish, and people of faith must help to make the world that world of possibility real.
1: And you can show your love for Pub Theology Live by becoming a supporter on Patreon. Get access to some extended interviews with special guests before after the show banter video. Visit patreon.com slash live to get started. As always, a big thank you to our current patrons. Um, do we still have tumblers? I meant to talk about this before we got started and I sure did yes, not remember.
0: We, we absolutely still have tumblers. And so, um, we are still gonna, we should have talked about this ahead of time. Let me just we go with I'm going to roll. Go. With
1: it. You got it. Um,
0: so the deal is, is that if you donate $25 or more to no kid you get a tumbler for free, we will send it to you. Um, and if, not then I don't know um you don't get a Tumblr. Like <laughs> that's just the deal. Oh, well,
1: we should have soul scripted that. <laughs>
0: um, you can also get a Tumblr by um becoming a patron on Patreon at a level that I don't remember right now. <laughs>
1: Something close to that twenty five dollars you ask them to give. But you know what? You know what? Let's just it's stick with the no kid. If
0: you become a patron, no no, you know what?
1: No, no 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 no. Let's stick with the no kid hungry. We we got the tumblers. We're trying to we're trying to do some fundraising for an organization yeah. that's helping people out during COVID times. Let's just stick with that. So so make the twenty five dollar or more donation. Uh, send us a pic of your uh, screenshot or something of your donation, and uh, you know, message us on Facebook or however you want to get hold of us and we'll we'll get that tumblr to you so we got some lovely pub theology live tumblers i don't think any one of us are holding right now this is how we plan you know what i also forgot to mention last week and this week which i'm mentioning now it's a new season we're in a new (laughs) season of pub theology live i don't know which number season it is four Uh, four? five
0: Five? i
1: don't know but (laughs) it's a new season we should call this the apocalypse season whatever i don't
0: know (laughs) By the way, it is the today is September the fifteenth. Technically, on the calendar, it is the hundred and ninety-ninth day of March today. There like, you. Go. It, it. I mean, it really is. I did the math, and there you go. So and this is you. why we don't know anything and can't remember anything.
1: So also, There's join a pandemic us. Pandemic
0: and it shows. Exactly. And it shows. <laughs> and it we shows. are having a pandemic, and it shows.
1: <laughs> you can join our conversation on twitter facebook instagram youtube using the hashtag #PTLive.
0: and i took right. a drink right in time when i wasn't supposed to today we discussed favorite shows changing history and biological robots i have to say i did read the questions ahead of time I don't know what's happening in these questions, but we're gonna go Okay,
1: with it. Awesome, because I didn't, so we are both starting on the same playing field.
0: Well, it is very exciting, but we're all gonna right, start with is. what we're drinking. So Keisha, what are you
2: drinking <sighs> today? I, I am late on my water consumption for the day. This is my seventh meeting, and so I'm catching up on Adam's Wow, Hill. all
1: right. All right, a
0: little H2O for Keisha. Um, oh, good, um, what are you drinking?
1: From my local down the street, Spicket River Brewery. It's called Crow which I think it's sort of timely for the times we're in. Crow This is a this is a, a dark stout. Um, so yeah, haven't had this one from them before, so we'll see how this goes. And I'm drinking in my in my brandy tumbler because I want to be fancy. Yeah, be fancy,
0: fancy way. Um, so I am drinking. I'm I'm going with wine again this week. Um, which I don't usually do, but um, this is a dark, the dark horse Pinot Grigio. Mm. Um, partly because there's only a little left in the bottle, so I can't overdrink tonight, and partly because, um, you
1: know well, where the other bottles are.
0: I do. Um, I had some. I had a lot of beer because football. It was the opening weekend for football, and I had a lot of beer the last few days, so I'm going. I'm going with Damn. some. Beer. So. First up, friends, if you could be in your favorite TV show, but only if you were cast as your least favorite character, would you do it?
1: Hell yeah, I'd be on TV.
0: Exactly. I was like, duh. To do it.
1: Plus, My Keisha's. favorite
0: TV show. Like, I was like, "Who is my least favorite character?" Like, I couldn't even think of somebody. I, I was care. stuck on the favorite TV show
2: because I'm am trying to figure out what that is, Or maybe. Is
0: maybe i 'll go
2: with uh, Star Trek the Next Generation okay because I, I used yeah. to watch that religiously in yes. high school, and I think my least favorite character was probably Worf because mm. he felt he felt oh, underdeveloped mm. for like several seasons and he was just a walking warrior machine, and that didn't feel interesting to me at all so't I don't, I don't know if I would go to the next generation
1: World I I, I would say that they did some better wharf character eventually. development. Eventually, yes, eventually, yes, yes, yes. Are you watching Picard?
2: No, I'm I'm rewatching to the Next Generation. Okay, it's on because it's on BBC America.
1: Yeah, Picard is Picard's good. They're actually doing a pretty decent job of of Picard. If you wanna, if you wanna CBS All to Access login, I'll I'll lend you my login. I'm gonna give it that ah, way. Communism. There, there you go. <laughs> Listen, I don't care if it's my. I, It's called sharing.
0: (laughs) I love it with HBO because they're like, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The more people people,
0: watch our shows, what do we care?
1: Exactly. (laughs) We've got enough money. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I always, I always know. So I'm always good about sharing my login simply because there was a time where others shared their login. So I'm like paying it forward. And I always know who's using it when for some reason I got to change my password and sometimes i get texts like what happened like yeah. like within the hour and then there's some people who i don't hear from so i'm like guess hey, uh-huh. they're not watching anymore i don't care if it's my favorite tv show my least favorite tv show i don't care i'm on tv i'm so I'm, there. I'm okay with uh,
0: by the way just going back real quick to the login like i'm fine with it as long as they have their own like profile
1: profile yeah yeah if you're
0: messing with my algorithm we're yes. not okay. like that is not yeah. okay then no. i'm changing the password and going oh i don't know what's wrong with it i'm sorry
2: Ah, ah, ah. I don't I don't want keeping up with the Kardashians in any queue ever in
0: any no nothing like I did have to make our our teenage our almost teenager she's a month away from being a teenager her own profile on Netflix because like she was accessing things on ours and like completely screwing up our algorithm I was like you're getting your own account (laughs) like you're getting your own page
1: (laughs) although I have to rec I have to I have to recommend invite you all to watch i don't know if you've seen this it's a new reality show called the the lost last resort lost resort see
0: you lost me at reality show Again. No. i'm done okay. you did this Hang before on. like, Hang like on. you did Hang this on. in june listen i'm not i'm not watching, it. I'm not watching I, a reality show
1: I, I am not a big reality show person either but yes this one is you are fascinated. Nice. <laughs> Hang on, wait. King,
0: every whatever. reality TV show.
1: I have not. There has been since the beginning of this
0: I, pandemic. That's all you've been watching.
1: No, I've not all. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, this is really good. There's a bunch of people who've got all sorts of issues because they always do, and they go to uh, a spiritual retreat center in Mexico to work with all these spiritual teachers. So is this
0: the TV show you want
1: to be on? This. Oh, that's a great idea. I hadn't thought that far ahead. This is I'm just recommending it. Okay. But one of the people who goes, I think she's like a Presbyterian minister who has who has she well it's kind of a sad story. Uh she 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 uh, lost her her child in pregnancy or in the birthing process and you know is Going through the I am angry at God, not feeling God, and she's coming to this retreat center to basically get some spiritual healing, forgiveness work process. It is fascinating because you know there's always a drama with the people who come. There's a drama between all the spiritual healers on the show. It's it's and there's that element of you know going between and why it's triggering for me because there's always that element of um, on one level I am totally supportive. And agree with some of the spiritual work and mouth methodologies they're employing. And then on the other hand, is the intellectual piece of me saying this is um woo-woo nonsense. So like it's 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 more fascinating watching me respond to to this um as well. But I highly recommend for, you know, lost lost resort. That's what Alright, so. so he's so
0: he's a yes on on all of that.
1: Yeah, all yeah. that's a yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my favorite TV show of all time is The West Wing. There's uh, no
1: oh yes. yes, and I
0: would, I would absolutely be on it because, like, even especially the first, you know, four seasons when Sorkin was still there and stuff. Like, i, I whatever the least character is, I can't even think of who it was, but like, yeah, from exact, when, like, from when box, box sets, from when right.
1: DVD box sets yeah. were still a thing, and I thought yeah. i had lost this for years. I don't know just last year somebody was like, "Hey, I got your West Wing box set."
0: I was like, "What?" Like, No joke. So Derek's only seen the series one time, like through. Um, And he, he said, he said, no matter what happens in the election, I'm ready. I'm ready to watch the series again, like Mm. period. Um, And so, but when he watched it the first time, his big thing was like, um, like I always said to, I quote it so naturally. Like it's just a natural part of my speaking that like, we watched it the first time he was like holy crap you really do just like all of your language is from the west wing i'm like (laughs) yes it is yes it is it's because it's the best it's the best dialogue it's the best it really is and we watched so we watched the west wing and then he was immediately like what other sorkin tv shows are there so we watched newsroom oh i
1: love newsroom like they're too short-lived
0: too short-lived i thought they were talking about bringing it back was it Um, one season or two it was two seasons only two but I thought, I thought there was discussion of bringing it back for like Trump era stuff, you know? So like the 2016 election, you know, cause they do like recent past history or mm-hmm. uh, news. So like, well, history, I guess, but you know. Um, so I think they were talking about doing the election and like the Trump era years in the next few years. Um,
1: Speaking so- of history, great segue to question two.
0: So question two <laughs> is, what period of history would you change if given the chance?
1: The last four years.
0: You think that's the most destructive, like, time of history? That for me, it has.
1: for For me, it has. Okay, been. that
0: wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. <laughs> for, I
1: mean,
0: see, that's immediately where I went. Is like, what's the most destructive, like, part of history, and how do I go back and change that? Like, yeah. you know, that's immediately where I went. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: it's a, it's a hard question, period. Cause you. I'm sorry. What about the last four years was not destructive?
0: I just feel like, you know, I I don't know. Like immediately my mind went to like a prevention of child slavery, you know, like (sighs) all
1: all the easy stuff, all the easy stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I,
2: I, I, I thought of that too, of course, but like, I wouldn't be here as me. Um, you, you you don't know what, what the intersections of things that happen or the confluences of influences and culture and religion and art and science and all those things seem to have to line up at particular phases in human development for other things to happen. Like uh, just when the, the pandemic uh, kicked off in the US, a lot of the historians were talking about uh, the influence on plague of plague, bubonic plague, on the Renaissance,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or how the losses of um, a third of the population in the 1300s influenced the formation of modern social classes or right. uh, contemporary labor, uh, and so you, you don't you don't know. Like we have no idea how the last six months to the next 12 months are going to affect even what we think of as possible. And um, thinking about how people being home, and we talked about this earlier and at the end of the last season, how people being home, many people's work being disrupted, allow people to feel and notice things that had been going on for a long time and insist through protests that things change. And so we don't know how long that's gonna continue. And we don't know how long that will have a long shadow. Um, So I don't know. But I would kind of nudge the Earth a few degrees around 2000, the year 2000. Yeah. We were all worried about the computers not knowing what year it was, and we should really have been worried about the Supreme Court shifting a whole election. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I feel like everything shifted in the U.S. that year.
0: I feel like also, as you as you were saying that, like the even so, for me, Ogan. Yes, I hear you about the last four years, but like. If we could go back and shift the Reagan era from happening, we wouldn't have this here, right? and we we would have forty years of um pushing through a, a higher alternative energy agenda and significant less, and not that I not that this is my necessarily priority, but significantly less national debt and the Um, The women's movement that happened throughout the 70s that got squashed in the Reagan era. Like, so if you're talking about a more modern history and even, you know, my lifetime, like I would go back to that era, make that change so that we don't have to change the last four years necessarily.
1: Um, Well, um, wasn't the national debt since Reagan wiped out under the Democratic precedents? I don't think that happened, but, but... As every time travel movie has showed us
0: exactly
1: yeah go back and change time does not help we gotta we we have to we have to do what we have to do in the time we got to do it it's the only way we are evolving so you know go back and stop the assassination of hitler or the assassination of lincoln or whatever things probably would have still unfolded in some way shape or form the way they have, because people be people. And no, I would not have gone back and changed the election of the Bush-Gore, uh, the outcome of the Bush-Gore election, because here's why, here's why. Because Bush's presidency made us elect Obama, because we were like, Mm-mm, we, no, we got to get this clown out of office. Here comes Obama. Obama's presidency made all the white supremacists come out of the woodwork and elect Trump. And the good thing about this, the good thing about this is that now we are here where we are having this national reckoning conversation. And of course it always looks and feels worse before it gets better, but we would not be here having this conversation if we didn't have Trump in office.
0: I will have
1: that that
0: conversation after the election. (laughs) <laughs> until the election we, yeah we need a, i will not have that conversation anymore. listen
2: good, good thing i'm scheduled on that week yes so i will be back to test the theory okay about-
1: let's be clear let's be clear we not the the nation ain't done with its work yet we oh, might no. need we might need it i can't believe i don't want it and i'm but we may need another four years mm-hmm. Ugh, to, to, to truly to truly work this stuff out this I mean, is this and- is the time
0: but Keisha, to your point, to your point, and like, I, I actually didn't find comfort in, I, I really didn't, I didn't really find comfort in this until I've gotten older of, you know, the, the Bible, the verse of like, God works all things towards good, right? And so to me, it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't wipe away the tear of every eye, right? Like that doesn't, no. that doesn't get rid of the pain but as you were saying, like the, like, and we know this and even personal growth, like the moments of pain lead us to be, hopefully if we do our work, more compassionate, more kind, more merciful people. Um, and, and I just keep, I keep thinking about that. If, if you talk about going back and changing one of these things, yes, we could have maybe prevented some pain, but would we be, is, is that, you know, but, but are we not on these paths that like God works things towards good and that's where the art and the creativity comes out of that pain in beautiful ways that we didn't have before. So it doesn't, it doesn't get rid of it for me, but it certainly does make it um, something that like, at least something beautiful came out of it in some way, you know? On
1: some, on some alternative timeline in a parallel universe, none of us are dealing with this right now. So, I did. You know what?
0: As a child, I totally used to believe that. Like, I totally knew <laughs> so that there was this other me out there in this, like, having a completely different life. You gotta,
1: but you gotta read just- the, you gotta read the, you gotta read the quantum physics blogs. It's true.
0: Well, that was just <laughs> child resiliencies. All
1: right. And, so- and wait, hang on. Last thing to bring it back to the first question favorite time traveling. TV show underrated on Netflix called The Travelers. If you've not watched it, you gotta watch it. It is great, starring the dude from Will and Grace. Right. I forget his it's name. A, it's a it's
2: a great show. I've watched that.
1: Oh, so so very good. My favorite
2: My, was canceled. It was called Journeyman. It um, made it, it. made it one season, and then the writers' strike happened. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that was a while ago. Um. So, Xenobot's or biological, like, how he got from one to this, I don't know, but anyway. Or biological robots are created The future is
1: now. The future is now, future with, is, you, now? is that where we're going? The future is now, that's what this question is, yeah.
0: Xenobots or biological robots are created by biologists who organize single cells into collectives capable of performing simple tasks. The idea is to piggyback on the hardworking, the, to piggyback on the hardworking of nature, uh, I don't know what he's trying to say here.
1: Just uh, just, pl- just, just plow one through. Nature. Just plow one through.
0: Okay. So the idea is
1: Bulldoze, Bulldoze through. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that don't get Peter hung up on the grammar.
0: Has been building tiny machines for billions of years. <laughs> In future work, one scientist said, we're looking at adding additional cell types, maybe like nervous tissue, so these xenobots would be able to think how would you feel about the expansion of this kind of technology? To which I say, every, every TV movie. show no. has taught me. <laughs> every TV show I've ever watched has taught me not to trust this technology.
2: Uh, uh, or the scientist uh, that says, oh, just let, let me make my experiment think. And then
1: I can't. And then he
0: falls in love with the thing or, or if Skynet. Like
1: or Yeah, Skynet. <laughs> it's like i can't i can't wait and what could possibly go wrong like this is this is my like this, multifaceted response
0: <laughs> isn't this just like frankenstein's monster with robots like isn't that what we're doing here like
1: kind of kind of kind of sort of but you know no. i think i listen listen um humans uh really can't be trusted to th- think and come up with all the good outcomes so i'd say why not give the machines a try
0: well here's so this is i don't know if you guys saw this there's this article that's been going around about um the supercomputer that actually figured out like coronavirus and like what makes it so deadly and why it's so unique and that it's actually Mm -hmm. uh you know vascular disease not a a respiratory disease and and why it's manifesting a lot like blood pressure medicine works and like you know all of that kind of thing and you know i was having a conversation with derek about it going like i find it fascinating that we have a robot that for four months scanned every piece of data in the universe and this is what it came up with, you know? And like, it gives us this information. But like, these supercomputers just scan what is known. They don't, right. like the, they don't actually like think for themselves. And I don't, I don't understand the science enough to understand how a human could create something that thought for itself. Um, besides like, when a mommy and a daddy get together. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wait what?
1: Because
0: <laughs> uh, um, they certainly think for themselves. Let me just put it
1: other there. other favorite TV show that specifically addresses this on Hulu is called Devs, D E V S, mm-hmm. starring the dude starring. Uh, oh my god, name recall. Anyway, check it out, Devs. Really, really good show. But but I, that's always that 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 question of a what what makes technology sentient and and can think for itself so, you know we got the whole Turing test and all that stuff going on but we yes we have plenty of thanks to movies doom day scenarios of the machines will become sentient realize we humans are the problem which is 100 percent true and then in order to save everything wipe us out like we're we are the virus and we and that's, I think that's just our guilt of realizing already that that's the case. <laughs> we're not really doing anything about it. So we're projecting on that to the machines. But there's also more than enough people who are like, no. Like, because there are enough of us humans who are, yes, kind, good-hearted, using technology for good, seeking to preserve uh, uh, the, the, the environment, who are, who are doing good things, why can we not um, assume and even program this into machines as well, so that when they become sentient, they're working alongside us to further that cause as well? So, being the eternal optimist that I am, that's that's the that's the direction I'm leaning in when this all happens. Of course, there will be mistakes made along the way. Of course, you know when Elon Musk finally gets those brain implants, uh, you know, approved for human beings. And let's be clear, I don't know if you saw this, but he recently did a demonstration where it was in pigs and the pigs was, you know, controlling the computer. Let's be clear, in some secret lab, he's already got a human wired up, okay? We know that's happening. But when that becomes mainstream, of course they're going to be mistakes and, you know, some people go and get, like, cyber hijacked and all sorts of weird stuff will happen. I mean, that's how progress works, right? How many people had to die before we put seatbelts in cars? This is, this is how things happen, you know how many how many self driving deaths are going to happen before before self driving cars become mainstream? It's just how the sacrifices have to be made in the name of progress. But this what is just we know what
0: about robots that think for themselves is it destroys the whole world. So we I don't know
1: that we are just. It's all pessimists who wrote those storylines. Okay. Or
2: or realists who understand like you can't constrain the potential outcomes. So you can't go for a wide open field and then only say only one corner of the field is valid. And Mm -hmm. the point of having another creature, which is going to be a creature, not Mm -hmm. organic, but non-organic creature that thinks for itself is that you can't control that outcome. Even God learned that when God created humanity.
0: Like, you know what's you know what's the simple fix and for then that? Voltron put a fine point on it and said, end of story. And we said, got it. Thank you, Voltron. Bye bye. Listen,
1: the simple the simple fix for that is that no matter how intelligent this machine becomes, you always make sure that the power source is a single extension cord run into the wall outlet and you just pull that sucker.
2: Or Once a you, heart that doesn't regenerate itself, which is what happens with us, which is why or, COVID is a problem. Or
1: that too. Or or that too. You make the self. You make the thing that can think for itself uh, mortal in some way. You got to build in mortality. That's that's the only hope. You know, can't believe we haven't made a Matrix reference yet because this is all just screaming Matrix.
2: It was yeah. implicit.
1: Oh, question was, four. Would you live underground? It was it? So, okay. We live okay, so
0: because I think here's the leap from the question three to question four. The leap is what happens when all the robots drive us un- to live underground? I think go. this is the leap. So question four, would you live underground? As populations <laughs> move away from rural areas, urban planners begin to look underneath their feet for answers.
1: Uh, that's this literally is,
0: the question next
1: this is my only
0: conclusion uh, is that all the robots have driven us underground <laughs>
1: exactly exactly shout out to the matrix there it is uh... no I would, not. <laughs> I would not I don't either. know
0: I need the sunlight I need the trees and the grass and the blah 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 and like you can't can't fake that like
2: yeah, I'm a plant with legs I'm I'm not gonna live underground
0: no so so no
1: title. One, I'm a plant with legs. We, there you go. That's you what go. it is. That's, that's
0: <laughs> the title. That's the title of the uh, episode. Epis,
1: episode <laughs> title. I'm a plant with legs. I'm a
0: plant with legs. <laughs> um, so one, so I feel like these, okay. So like four five and six are kind of one big question, right? One idea still at concept stage is that the earth scraper proposed for Mexico city. This is an introverted pyramid that has been suggested as a way to provide office, retail, and residential space without having to demolish the city's historic buildings or breach its eight-story height restriction. Again, not a what, question. So I'm going to go to six. But wait, no,
2: I, I love that you said an introverted pyramid.
1: Yeah, that's you didn't say fine. you didn't say inverted. You said sorry. introverted. I was like,
0: <laughs> because I'm going underground.
1: <laughs> if I if I looked upside you know, down, I'm, I'm underground
0: probably, in my head.
1: <laughs> okay, an
0: inverted and in, sorry, an inverted period, pyramid, pyramid
1: underground. <laughs> I, um, I had to just Google that and pull up a schematic because I could not imagine what they were talking about. And so I thought it's that like was the Louvre,
0: only in, inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I'm looking at it. It's not a bad idea. I would do that.
0: So with space and cities so limited, often the only option for those who can't afford to expand their property is to go underground. Would you? So, 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 so.
1: Well, if it looked like that, because the top of it is still open space. So, you can get light coming in. So, if underground is looking like this thing, then, then I'm okay with that. Underground, so, totally enclosed, no.
0: Here's – so, there's a couple of things. Like So, um, I know that you guys aren't uh, – that you don't watch the NFL, but the, the – L.A. just built a really state-of-the-art $5 billion stadium um, for both the Chargers and the Rams. Don't and they have they, a
1: big homelessness problem? Don't, sorry. Sorry. Yes.
0: Um, don't, most. Don't of it, by the way, most of this was privately funded because I had that issue, too, that like it was taxpayer money. They were very clear. Most of this was privately funded.
1: Still, don't. No, I'm no, not mind.
0: saying like I'm saying right. if I had okay. visa, visa money. like I would solve all these problems. But anyway, they they were describing how in order to keep the city ordinance and like because it's near the airport, the planes going by, they had to dig um, 100 feet underground to like lower, so like the, you actually walk in mid stadium, you know, mm-hmm. and then you go underground for it. So there's a way to do this where you go down, but then it's still open air kind of thing, you know, yep. like, and so that I'm, I'm not necessarily opposed to, I guess, so besides being a plant with legs, like the other thing for me is though, like what does that do to the ecosystem under Mexico City? Right. And
1: by the way, and mexico the, the City table. yeah, and Mexico City, lots of earthquakes happen there
0: right, yeah,
2: I'd worry about flooding and the water table, I'd worry about the the- the plant life and the germ life that exists underneath the ground that they don't know about because they haven't tested it
0: and like and that's like, you know, far you know. down, you know like and and here's the like in order to blast that far down like right now, the way he described it, you're like, I'm envisioning Mexico city, perfect historic city being fine, but like you're blasting that far down. What does that do to like, you're destroying the build? like the buildings are gonna crack and like, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, um,
1: so, so interesting um, segue to that here in Boston area, um i'm gonna they they had such a massive problem with traffic they still do but part of the interstate was running through the city and the exits were always gridlock it was a it was a nightmare so they went under the city they had the big dig it took them like 20 years and the freeways are running under boston and what used to be the freeways on the surface are now mostly parks um, and green space so that i'm 100 with see, thank I, I, god i didn't live here when it was happening it was sure. a, it was a living nightmare for everyone but now no one's complaining and 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 not only does the city look better but now yes we have more green space and more recreational the cars are not anywhere anybody can see them so there is there there are times when going under is a good alternative.
2: Mm-hmm. As well. I, I think about the Channel Tunnel, which th- mm-hmm. that opened early in my life, and connected Europe and and the UK in a way that it hadn't been connected historically. And um, going underwater is another of these under options that's really interesting to me because if I think about bridges and again superhighways and uh, mass transit and or intercontinental transit mm-hmm. there are possibilities there that we haven't tapped because we focused mostly either on overground or above ground
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah and before that that tunnel before that channel i mean all the people that lost their lives trying to swim that's not not okay, not
0: okay. well not, i mean yeah and, and and i'm not i'm not Like, for me, I'm not anti any of that. I think, though, that if you're talking about as the world population grows, the solution is we tunnel into the earth to live and build whole multi-story buildings underground. Like, that just feels like a bad idea. You know what I mean? And like, maybe I'm not creative thinking enough. Like maybe, like, obviously I'm not a city planner, but it also, again, thinking even through it, like in the limited knowledge that I know about like getting down there, you're going to disrupt. Even, even if you're trying to save these historic buildings, you're going to disrupt them, you know? So I don't. They're going to probably
1: eventually change that that ordinance about not going eight stories up because that's that's just un, unmanageable right. as time progresses doesn't dc have something dc has a similar thing don't they about how high you can build in the city i,
2: I think, thought they I did. think so but i'm not sure I'm like not you can't sure
1: build is. higher is it higher you can't build higher than the monument or some some something yeah like i that. think i might be going to make that up but but you know right outside the city you know, yeah, got, I mean, right across the river in Roslyn, you know, all these skyscrapers are
0: right. Are, I mean, the the ten square miles of right. Washington D.C. That ordinance, you know, so like they so, wouldn't be able to do that if they were a state unto themselves, You know, like uh, no, if they didn't tech, have Maryland what? and Virginia being able to do that right next to them. They wouldn't be able to do that.
1: Right. Right. So,
0: so that to me is way more of a historic district. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. you know so that would be like taking 10 square miles of mexico city and saying this is our historic district you can't go above eight stories after that you can do what you need to do Mm -hmm. and a lot of actually there are several cities that have that ordinance um like sign ordinances as well like your sign can't be so high um billboards can't be very high you know stuff like that um so yeah, i I don't know. I mean I, I I also am watching suburbs and like where we are in Mer- like where we are in Baltimore is very much a suburb, but it's becoming less and less, you know, like people are moving farther and farther and farther out, mm-hmm. and still, I live in Baltimore, you know, um, yeah, like we're still worry, on this- transit. You know where we are. This
1: will this will all be a moot point when we colonize Mars. Listen,
0: no. condos and, on Mars and mess up
1: and mess up another planet.
0: Wasn't that, that Dick Cheney's it. thing? Condos? on oh, the moon, maybe? No, on Mars. Like, wasn't that his big thing? Don't you remember that condos I on Mars? I, I don't. I you don't?
2: don't? I I missed
1: it, the interview. Listen,
0: you know. that wasn't the only one that had ridiculous ideas.
1: <laughs> oh Lord, no. Cheney no. had a
0: whole thing going yeah,
1: on. Yeah, yeah, but but Trump makes his. Ridiculous ideas happen. Hashtag Space Force. Although, when that Mars colony stuff starts, we're not going to be laughing at Space Force anymore.
0: Oh my gosh, you guys. So, I, can I share this real quick? I'm sorry. And then sure. we'll move on. So, my friend Brad, who um, is he's one of our patrons. Patreons, uh, Patreons. Um, he, he is, plays in the Navy band. Um, he and I have been best friends since high school. And he texted me the other day and he was like, I just played for the 65th anniversary. On, I forget the name of the ship, but the ship that they signed the end of World War II, like on
2: mm-hmm.
0: on the anniversary, he played on the ship. You know, he's in Pearl. He's he's um he's at Pearl Harbor. You know, he's uh, stationed there, and you know all this stuff. And he was like, and next week, and he was like texting me slowly. I have a gig for, and then he's like dot dot dot, and then he was like Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> Like, nice. my life is so surreal right now
1: <laughs> nice 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 like, oh also God. also highly recommend the tv show is that on netflix oh, yeah. is it on so, netflix no
2: i would I, it is on netflix what is it called away
1: no it's S- I just no watched. space force okay. i'm watching away that's good too uh, that's more yeah. of a serious space thing
0: force was disappointing in the terms yeah. of the storyline but it was very funny so it
1: it was funny they, they they tried to bring in two serious topics in it and i think it was yeah. kind of like and but but watch it though well,
0: before we space move course. off this question which we will do very quickly but i i the question was with cities with space in cities so limited and often the only option for those who can afford to for those who can afford to expand their property is to go underground like I want to just say, like, I feel if we made these underground buildings, they, like, it would be where we would hide people, you know, like, that feels yeah. very, like, lock people away in these underground cells, kind of, like, maybe I, I, I'm thinking about it Yeah, it's between
2: incarceration and the rich bunker.
0: Exactly, like... Well, well...
1: It depends. <laughs> the image so that I
0: have, like you would start building prisons down, you know.
1: Here's, here's why that depends because they, you know, because f- people be greedy, you know, they're going to intentionally build this as a luxury option for those who can so afford that's what I'm it, saying. And, they and it. They already exist. They already exist. Just like there are skyscrapers for luxury folk and they are some pretty damn tall buildings. It's public housing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't, I don't think that's gonna, All it's, right. it's So
2: that's why I see the two extremes
1: I think what's if if this becomes a thing, you're going to have two versions. You're going to, you're going to have the version, the luxury version. Yeah. And, and you're going to have the, the low rent option version as well. And of course the low, the low rent option version won't have good drainage. So when the tropical storm and hurricane rolls through, and there's massive rain. That whole thing's gonna fill up. Hundreds of people are gonna drown.
0: Wept away. Yeah. So. I just yeah. I just see that being yeah, bad. bad all the way around. Like. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So this is a quote from the um, Bhagavad Gita. It is nature that causes all movement. diluted by the ego, the fool harbors the perception that says, "I did it." Disgust.
2: Also a good segue between the people who have lots of money and make a bunker and then get swept away by a hurricane. <laughs> right,
1: there you. Um, oh, yeah.
2: I, I, I kind of feel like our inability to see ourselves as part of nature is part of why we are in the mess that we're in, in terms Bingo. of climate change, in terms of hypercapitalism and colonialism. All those things remove us from the systems that we affect and are affected by.
1: I just watched this fascinating documentary series called Connected, on, also on Netflix. And there, one of the episodes was around this, uh, this um, species of bird, small bird, in Delaware that migrates all the way to like Brazil in the winter. Not a big deal. Many birds do that. But what the folks who were studying this bird realized was that there were some years when their migratory part- patterns started much earlier than other times. Turns out those were the years we had the worst hurricanes and the earliest starting hurricanes in any given year. The birds knew the hurricanes were coming come in early and they're hightailing it out of town right yeah. so apart from the question of how they know it's like to that to deluded by the ego we humans think we are the height of the evolutionary chain because of to earlier questions or ability to create nano xeno robots and nanotech and build the underground whereas If we'd been listening to the birds, we might have saved New Orleans when Katrina rolled in. Right. You you know, we, so, so that's echoing Keisha's point. We've removed ourselves from the interconnectivity of all things because we think we are better than it and evolved above it. And, you know, as a result, we are endangering ourselves. Um, This may be
0: known, but, and it makes perfect sense to me, but I got it the other day. I was on a call with uh, several parishioners and um, one of them lives in a very, you know, there's just a lot of trees on his land. And he said, well, we were talking about the budget. We were talking about snow removal and the budget. And he was like, well, it's going to be a really snowy year. And I was like, well, how do you know that? He's like, there's lots of acorns everywhere. There's acorns everywhere
1: and I was like there
0: you go what and he was like every no every year that there's lots of snow there's lots of acorns because the trees produce them for the the nut hiding you know the squirrels and chipmunks and everything that hide the nuts like they like he's like it's like we've watched it over years and years and years and it's just like yeah and it was what it was that reminder right of like I know nothing Jon Snow, you know, like we know nothing. Like we mm-hmm. really, uh, and, and it's because we've removed ourselves from those elements, right? We yeah. build these we houses used, that are temperature controlled. and
1: We know. used to know, and, and as we evolved technologically, we dismissed those ways of knowing as, you know, ancient, barbaric, uh, I, uh, savagery.
0: I think this, so all of that is yes, it's also the um i think about this a lot in terms of money actually right like it's my money i earned it right it's it's i did it like trump always like i built these businesses and all i got was a million dollar loan from my dad well like hello like you didn't do shit <laughs> like Remember remember, remember
1: when Obama said that and he got in trouble, you didn't build that. Right. Everybody came for it.
0: (laughs) And and so like we, this is where, this is where faith comes in handy and not handy, but like where faith gives me perspective in terms of like, there is a great cloud of witnesses, right? There are, um, or, you know, some traditions it's, it's the wisdom of the ancestors, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's this group of people that, have come before us or the community around us that is helping to guide and shape. And, and sure, we do a lot of work and a lot of inner work, but like there is a whole thing going on here that we can't take credit for. Um, And that entitlement piece, I really struggle with, you know, I really struggle with that, which I, I think is where they're getting to in terms of nature and, you know who's who's got the
1: sirens going is that me or you oh no it's me sorry i
0: was i was actually thinking it was me
1: (laughs) well i i i I live in a town right now where it's yes it's a it's every few hours occurrence um Uh, i I live in baltimore it's a regular thing (laughs) that's why i was asking was it you or was it me was was i know where you live (laughs) what was (laughs) it wasn't exactly sure
0: well, friends, okay. a big thank you to our third chair, Keisha McKenzie. Um, we'd like to thank the originator of Pub who came up with our crazy questions. Which, um, I,
1: I really wonder what he's been reading this week. Brian.
0: I really don't know what's going on in Brian's head. Like Brian was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Burkoff, um, if you live in Michigan's second district, please vote for Brian. Um, if you don't live in Michigan's second district, I think it's second district, um, just vote, please. Um, Our producer, Derek Weston, we also want to thank. Connect and spread the word on social media. Listen anytime on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, or wherever else you listen. Watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up at patreon.com slash ptlive for more content and a possible pint glass coming your way. Find and create a pub theology in your town. We're encouraging everyone to still remain virtual at this time. You can find information at pubtheology.com directory. And until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing.